coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> a sperm bag of sounders. Bananas kind of pissed me off. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. It's not an episode if you didn't make something up. Tangerines are whores. All right, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today is Big Earn and Chris. Present and accounted for. I'm accounted for and present. And I'm a present. You, you are, are a present. Gift wrapped for everybody today. How are you doing, Big Earn? Extra large. <laughs> I thought and you were two handles, Handle with care. Oh, no, I'm, I'm three. You're a 3X? Oh, oh yeah. fuck. How about you, Chris? How are you doing? I, He's only a 1X. I am only a 1X. I am a 1X as well. Yeah. But Someday. that's okay. I am less hungover than I thought I would be today, so that's good. Well, I made up for it because I was a little hungover this morning. We played uh, Cards Against Humanity last night. First time I ever played that game. Ever? What'd you think? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was interesting. There's And then a friend brought over like a another... Something you could buy. An expansion pack. Yes. And it had like dirtier stuff. Yeah. I'm like, nice. this is interesting. This is <laughs> cards against our humanity. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> this is not a racist game at all. There's a, I forget the fucking name of it. Now, I, ha- I haven't played it yet. Keely played it, but um, her dad bought me a, a gift that's sort of like that. But you draw a card and it's like most likely to uh, be a piece of shit. And then, so whoever draws the card, then they nominate somebody like, I think you're the biggest piece of shit. And then you have to fucking tell stories or reasons why. And then they go around the table. Oh, wow. So you got to think. So you just turn, you just, it's literally just card after card, rail against everyone at the table. And that sounds like fun to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a basic game. Who's a loser? You're a fucking loser, you know? And then whoever gets the, the first one to get seven cards is the ultimate fucking loser. All right. Wow. So how many times did you win? I haven't played it yet. Oh. <laughs> Keely played it and was He doesn't it want to. to. No, I, would, <laughs> I think it'd be great. And our special guest, Don Kenna, Hello. Uh, agrees Hello. that that might be a fun game. Hi, yeah, Don. Hi. Yeah, I've Cards Against Humanity is actually a ripoff of another child's game called Apples, Apples to Apples. Apples. See, I've played that, which yeah. is kind of fun, too. And that one gets really, really bad <laughs> if you've played... Cards Against Humanity too much because then you start <laughs> thinking wrong on this kids game and it's like okay yeah. I think you're a piece of shit <laughs> and this is what I think so yeah it's that's, that's when I play with my kids all the time my wife gets mad because I'll throw some random stuff that only she would understand <laughs> and the kids don't get it and then I giggle hysterically <laughs> I giggle my motherfucking ass off. I like yep. games where you get to uh, uh, be a bit creative and kind of a piece of shit so like uh, we used to play those Jackbox games you can get them on like your PlayStation or whatever and they had like qu- Fibbitch and Quiplash so are it, you speaking it's, English? Yep. Fibbit, <laughs> Fibbitch and Quiplash are two of the I feel games like off of Jackbox putting games. two different words together to make one word. Sort of. But yeah, it, it, it's games where you, uh, it's like fill in the blanks, and then everybody gets to answer their own fill in the blank thing, and it just progressively gets dirtier and wronger. Wronger. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Quidditch from fucking hap, uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Uh, Quibbage. Quib, Quiplash and Whatever the fuck the other one was. Are Fibbitch. brooms involved? <laughs> no brooms. Anyways, moving on, for fuck's All right. sakes. All right, guys. Today's episode well, starts off. want to know what we're up to. So Yeah, usually. Usually. Nobody wants to talk to me about boxing. <laughs> That's, well, it's kind of. Have uh, you put stuff in boxes lately? Shakur Stevenson just won uh, Unified the Belts. Who did? Uh, Shakur Stevenson fought uh, Oscar Valdez last night to uni- unify some belts. Uh, late. Something, junior lightweight. Okay. So what's that like? A hundred and five pounds. One hundred and thirty. Jesus Christ, one hundred and thirty pounds. Motherfuckers are quick. Oh, good fights though. Mm-hmm. And uh, Muhammad Ali's grandson won again. Nico Ali Walsh, another knockout victory. He's like mm-hmm. five and zero, oh, four knockouts. Huh. Wow, nice. That whole family's you know. Getting up there because isn't his daughter or yeah, yeah, she's yeah like a uh, who's, who's heavyweight champion? She was Tatiana. She's got he's got seven fucking kids. Yeah. So uh um 
Layla Ali was also that's a boxer. Yeah, that's the one, so yeah. that's Nico's aunt. Okay, yeah. now who's Tatiana Ali? She uh, was on. Is that a porn star? No. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! Ta- I wish be, that no, was I'm ta- making sure. She that was, was Tatiana on me. Oh, that's yeah, what it was. Tatiana oh, Ali on was me. on Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel Air. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Ni- Ni- Nico, Nico, Nico that's, Walsh. That's the boxer. Yeah. So what is that guy? What did you mean by by uh, consolidating the belts? No. What did you say? Uh, you, uh, unified. So there's like 14 fucking boxing things. Tyson has all but like Tyson Fury has all but like three or four, I think, of all all the heavyweights. All but one. All but one. Well, no, was, no, 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 no. He's no. Uh, he only has one. Alexander Usyk just won against Joshua, so he has three heavyweight belts. And then Tyson Fury's got the other twelve. The, the other one. There's there's. It depends on the weight class, but there's WBO, WBA, IBO, IBF, I don't know, IBS, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But there's there's like four or five governing bodies that have their own belt. Okay. So a unification would be you have one. So both both Oscar Valdez, he, he had a belt, and then Shakur Stevenson had a belt, and they were both undefeated. Oh. And so, yeah, last night. Unification okay. fight. So he's got the WBC and the ring heavyweight title. Yeah. 2020. But not really anymore because he just retired. So uh, the interim champ will be the guy he just beat. Yeah, so that's, gonna... a, that's a good way to win a belt, huh? I lost. He retired. My belt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's like the that. runner up for like uh, Miss USA or yeah, whatever. It's, it's like, just... well, if she can't complete her time here you automatically win yeah well he's also got the wba wbo ibf and ibo heavyweight championships when he beat vladimir that, klitschko in 2015 that was a long time ago well then he had to yeah i took a hiatus had to relinquish him oh yep. okay so he had four yep all right yep yep but so that, we have interesting news but yes. more unboxing but uh, yeah, today's episode is all about what the fuck are cold IPAs? One's right out of the fridge. Well chilled. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this new, there's two new classes of beers coming up, right? And uh, one of them is an India pale lager and the other one is a cold IPA. No, when you have dry hopped lagers or pilsners, that's an India pale lager. Now these today, except for one of them, actually one of them is uh, not a, is a cold APA. And that'll be this one that we have that we're starting out with. The rest of them are all cold IPAs, but the deal is they just do a regular pale ale recipe in the malt. You know, you can add, but you have to have you you, you have to have adjuncts. You're added added rice or you're added um, what's the other one? Wheat? No, corn. Rice or corn to the malt bill. And that's to dry it out. Yeah. Because the the corn the in the Corn and rice just they don't get they don't add any flavor. So it's not like a like a different cereal grain like like a barley. That's just a it's very, very low flavors yep. on it. Yeah, so they're doing like a, a New England IPA uh, mash bill. They're added adjuncts, rice and corn to the mash, and then fermented with lager yeast at a higher temperature than traditionally done with lager yeast. And then it's dosed with dry hops at the tail end of the fermentation like normal, and then letting it sit and chill out for a bit. The hops are typically of um, the hops used are typical of hot packed I IPAs. I wasn't listening anyway. <laughs> the hot packed IPAs, rather than, rather than the noble hop varieties you'll you'll see in a regular lager, because you know a regular lager is just like it's got that regular flavor, the uh, the very light or no hops. Flavor. Like what is it, Centennial's one? Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember off. I think Magnum's another one. Yep, Mosaic. There's there's no. I mean, just like the the old lager type of hops. That yeah. just that just to the bittering stuff. Um, I've I've read a couple of these uh, so far, and some of them used an English ale uh, mash bill. Um, but so what makes it a cold IPA? So it sounds like what they're doing is they they have a the ale recipe, and instead of fermenting at sixty eight seventy degrees, they're dropping their fermentation down and fermenting very cold long fermentation process so with a with a lager yeast yep. okay so it's a it's a mashup yep so yep. It's a, th- yeah this article here from newschoolbeer.com says that they ferment it warm uh at 65 
degrees, which is lower than the 68, uh, to avoid the excessive sulfur dioxide that can come with a, ye a, you know, a lager yeast strain. Um, but some of them can go lower. So when you when you brew a lager, it it you ferment it and then you drop the temp down and let it clean itself out. The yeast will clean out that sulfur dioxide. And when you when you do that lagering, that's the aging process. That's what a lager means. It's not it's not a specific yeast. Well, it can be a specific yeast, but the process is called lagering it. And that's what it sounds like they're doing. Is they're is they're lagering it and then trying to dry hop? Yeah, so lager. So yeah, so they use uh, Kolsch, Chico, or California common yeast should be substituted for regular ale yeast, um, so they're so that they're lower sulfur. Yeah, they dry hopped warm during spunding or krausening. What are those two procedures? Kreusening. Sure. Uh, Kreusening is. Uh, I think that's a so Jewish thing. So well, no, spunding is where is you is, is where you actually you turn off the ball valve to allow natural fermentation to take place. So it's it's tank fermentation, um, or excuse me, carbonation. I apologize. Uh, so that it'll actually force carbonate itself. This this is what home brewers do is is spunding. Um, Croissoning is is where you just let the the croissant. Uh, now, nope, I'm not going to say that right. I don't remember what croissoning is. Okay. I know what croissant is, but I can't really remember what croissoning is. Uh, I think it's, it's just to the croissant. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> I appreciate that. So the it's been, I'm, I'm, I've been out of that world for a little while. So I'm this uh, website says the characteristics should be straw to pale. You have been baptized in, color. in croins. <laughs> Appearance should be clear. Uh, chill haze should not be present. Although this one does, the first one. Uh, malt sweetness is very low to low. Alcohol sweetness is medium. Uh, they're finished extremely dry, high hop aromas, uh, medium to high bit bitterness, low to medium body, up to 40% corn and a rice and the grist should be used. That's pretty much the gist of it. We can get more into uh, our next episode in Patreon. But right away, yeah. For for the correct answers, check out Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we learn as we do. Yep. Patreon. The last call, uh, May first. So, so IPAs are typically brewed at a higher temperature. Yep. So a cold IPA is doing a lagering process with IPA stuff. Yep. But lower lower temperatures as well. So it right. It, well, the lagering. Yep. Right. yep. And this that's supposed to be clear. We'll see what the next five beers that we're going to have, uh, two on this one, uh, three in the next one, about what they say. But I thought it's supposed to be clear, but this isn't very clear. But it's very fucking fruity on the nose. Holy shit. Uh, what is this? This is uh, Youngblood Beer Company. This is their, oh, there goes gravity, cold American pale ale, dry hopped with Centennial. God, I love that smell. Yep. So this Young, is so it has nothing to do with the Rob Lowe, uh, Patrick Swayze movie. Maybe what? and Keanu Reeves. I mean, you never know how was fucking Keanu people. And he was what? the French goalie. Huh. You never know how they uh, you know name their beers and breweries these days. They could be big fans of that movie. And this is a five percent ABV, so this is going to be the lowest one of the day. So cold pale ale, dry hop with Centennial. This thing smells so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Lose yourself, but sung not by a guy from Detroit, but from the UP or Northern Wisconsin. We're digging the cold IPA thing and really wanted to see how things would come out if we did this treatment on a single hop APA, uh, American Pale Ale. We ferment this beer with our house cold strain at a lower temperature for a longer time to bring out a crispness, crispness not always present in today's IPAs. Then we dry hop the heck out of it exclusively with Centennial for the perfect combination of hazy and crispy. Show less. Say less. Show enough. That's what I was thinking. That's Show a good enough. movie too. <laughs> yeah. The Last Dragon. Yeah, I heard they're uh, <laughs> uh, starting to come up with a script for part two. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? So that's, that's a gonna rumor. Be, that's going to be fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> awfully awfully awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> what, what was his name? Uh, Shogun Shogun And then what was it Bruce Lee Roy Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Lee Roy Was the Roy, student Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow That was a good one uh, yeah, Right away uh, it, Juicy It's got a lot of carbonation 
Uh, it is hazy. Uh, I thought these, but this is a, a even pale that. ale and not an IPA, I guess. So this yeah, is a, but a cold still, pale ale. It's also used Kolsch stuff, so you, you expect Kolsch stuff to be clear as well. But yeah, this is hazy as fuck, and it is. It smells wonderful. It is bursting with fucking like grapefruit juice or mm. orange juice or this combination. It's just juicy. Oh, Holy on the fuck. It, it really does smell like you're opening up a bag of Centennial and just putting your fucking oh, face in it. Good and the Lord. taste is oh. the same as well, yeah. and it's really got some Christmas. Christmas. Crisp. Ah, nice trees. Merry Christmas. On the on the fermentation on this one, the carbonation? I'm picking up that the lagering on this. There is definitely some SO, SO2 in there. Is it me or is there like, okay. Yeah, it's you. I feel like it was popcorn. The sulfur dioxide? Yeah. I feel like I smelled popcorn. Um, it's got, it's got a little bit of that fruity pebbles aftertaste. To uh, me. I think Don said grapefruit. I get that on the taste a bit yep. as well. Yeah, it's mandarin oranges and grapefruits and yeah. it lots just, of lots of fruity. It tastes like sunshine. Dries mm. at the end, like a IPA. It's just real I, how, crisp. Why is though, how, like, can you taste if you just said this was an IPA, would you say, Oh no, that's not an IPA? Wrong. This is a cold yeah. IPA. Yes, I can actually taste the difference. I don't okay. think it's it's a it's a I might need that can back. The bitterness the, isn't there. No, it's that sharp um crisp yeah flavor. You know in in when when we talk about lo- difference main difference between lagers and ales is the roundness versus crispness of the flavor. And this is a definite crisp on your tongue snap. I don't think that this taste lingers no. long enough. I want more um, fucking immediately. Yeah. We're... This is a dangerous beer right here. <laughs> yes. Because I just want to hammer it back. But I guess 5% alcohol, it's, oh, 5.8? Not quite. No, that's, that's a different no, that's, one. This, that's oh. the next one. This is a different one. No, yeah, this yeah, is this 5%. Was, this was 5%, and this is definitely just crushable. I would get wow. extremely drunk in the summer There's a very light bitterness at the end, but I mean... Good fucking God. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good snap. It's like one of those Drecker pert, fruity pert, or purdy pebbles beers, but without all that like fruit shit in there. It just got that really nice fruity pebbles back taste to it. Yeah. Then some bitterness. And like that bitterness may be that some of that sulfur dioxide that you were talking about that happens with that lager uh, esters. Yeah. If you want another one, you can get one. Yeah, there's like there was a four um, pack or a six pack. Shit, I'm gonna give this one. I'm gonna rate this one um, out of six, right? Out of six, okay. yes. Uh, God, I hate to start off strong like that on the furry first one, but on the furry, if first you one? like it, you like it. Man. Very first one, okay. very, 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 very quiet. I'm wabbit hunting. This product baby. lives. It's duck season. Keep it cold. Drink soonish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's live active. So croissing. I looked it up. It's the same thing. It, it, it's a way of naturally producing carbonation in the beer. And what they do is they'll take fermented beer and then partially fermented beer, mix oh, them together. Oh, and mix the two. So. And then, so that, then they seal it up and, and that'll cause a natural fermentation. So you drop a little bit of that, uh, that fermented beer already or the carbonated beer or whatever into the fermenter just like you would on dry hopping, right? Correct. And then it starts that, that yeasty process of... Young, so you're adding you're adding sugar again. So just just like home brewers would take sugar water and add it, and then put it into the beer bottle and seal it, and then that would allow it to carbonate naturally. Um, that's what spunding is, but on a bigger scale. Okay, makes as, sense. Yeah, as opposed to stopping the purge of CO two in spunding, that's where you seal the tank at the very end of its active fermentation without adding adding anything more to it. Okay. Some information from our listeners, or for our listeners. I'm a listener. It's from me. So from and for. There you go. Ernie, we'll what do you think? It's a, a two-four. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Ernie? I don't want to start this one. You well, were going to start. I already did. What did you say? I was going to say 5.5. You were going to, or you did? I did. Just now. <laughs> Fair 5.5. enough. 5.5. And now he said it twice. So that's a 10.1. <laughs> Maybe 11. <laughs> Oh, Take yeah. it to 11, baby. Fuck me. Move the decimal <laughs> point over again. I'm a yeah. dink. <laughs> dink, dink. It's one louder. I am it. going to give it a 4.5. Chris. Yeah, this is a five and a half. I'll say it once. 
What do you think, Don? I am going a straight up five. This is delicious. Yeah. Not perfect, but delicious. And I would drink five of these, no problem. Oh, yeah. Let's fucking prove it. Yeah. <laughs> right now. End the episode. Right I want to get shit canned on this. <laughs> All right. So the average for Youngblood Beer Companies, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity, is 5.12. Nice start to the day. I kind of want to see where these guys are from. Youngblood Beer Company. This is their, this they're is an experimental they're from, brewery. They're Madison, for, Wisconsin. Madison. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna have to stop by there from in the area. Say, That's pretty I, awesome. Next time I go to Green Bay, I'm gonna. No, Green Bay is nowhere near there. Nope. Madison's South, isn't it? Don't you go through Madison? Hey, by the way, uh, t- uh, congratulations, uh, you Green Watson. Bay Packer fan, yeah. on on, gradu- on drafting NDSU Bison Christian Watson. I, I like how he doesn't ecstatic. have to change colors. Yeah, I, yep. I, I, I brought that to my wife. He doesn't have to go very far. Like 600, like what is it, 400 miles? Uh, I thought, eight, eight and a half hours. He's, half hours. he's no Devonte Adams. Yeah, no, I know. But he could be the te- next Thielen. Anyways, uh, we'll take we're gonna take a break real quick. We'll be right back after Why this. Why are we with, taking a break real quick? For more uh, for we more cold IPAs. We just poured a beer. For more uh, cold IPAs. Uh, I want to drink more now. Uh, I can sign up for this shit. Fuck. Hey neighbors, Knox here. And I want to tell you all about our sponsor, Bridgeview Liquor. Conveniently located at 935 37th Avenue South of Moorhead, just off of I-94, they are our favorite off-sale store in town. Why, may you ask? Mainly it's because they have the largest beer selection in the area. But they also have a wine section that is specially curated to provide the best wines at every price and for every occasion, with a special focus on smaller, independent wineries and European wines of all types. When it comes to service and staff knowledge, I think they are the best around. There have been more than a few times that I have asked questions, (laughs) some of them stupid, and they have the best answers. And more importantly, they don't make me feel like an idiot for asking. Three Saturdays out of the month, they also hold spirit classes teaching you all about that specific alcohol. Their classes are very informative and fun. We've been to more than one, and we plan on going to more in the future for sure. For more on these classes, head over to their Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash bridgeviewliquor hover over their events tab and you can pick and choose whichever topics you want to know more about and for a minimal fee you can enjoy a class or 10 as much as we have one of my most favorite things also that Bridgeview does is post up their huge beer releases with a picture tagging all the breweries that they just got beer from so you can click on the brewery to find out more about them and the beers themselves so head over to Facebook find Bridgeview like their page, and make sure to follow them to be notified of Bridgeview news. As an added bonus, when checking out at Bridgeview, if you mention the podcast Brews, Booze, and Reviews, you will receive 10% off your entire purchase. So head over to Bridgeview today for all your spirit purchases. Hello, neighbors. This is Big Earn from Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Do you want to know what's going on in the Fargo, West Fargo, Moorhead area? You need to check out FargoUnderground.com for all that you need to know on what's going on in the area. They have on their events tab information on where you can see live music, comedy, art, theater, what movies are playing in the area, where you can go play trivia, or sing karaoke. Holy crap, right? How convenient is that? So for all the news on what's up in the Fargo area, check out FargoUnderground.com. And thanks for listening to me, I mean us, on Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Cheers! Ding! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from our ad reads. All right, let's get into AM radio session here with Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Yeah, let's do this. Easy listen with the cold IPAs today. I no, love you. Easy listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I got transported to a different world. I'm right, there, right there with you with the calm <laughs> stuff. <laughs> You're like the Gilbert Gottfried of AM radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, this next one. Here's another slow jam by Starship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one is from Fargo Moorhead, uh, you know, Fargo Moorhead's oldest brewery. This is Fargo Brewing Company's. A-Team Cold IPA, and this is a collab with arguably this podcast's most favorite brewery in North Dakota, Atypical. 
So Atypical Brewery and Barrel Works uh, did a collab with these guys for this cold IPA. And this one is called A-Team. Brewed in collaboration with our friends Atypical Brewery and Barrel Works, this beer was made with West Coast lager yeast, which can ferment under warmer temperatures while still maintaining lager characteristics. Using an expertly crafted hop blend to give this drinkable beer an extra little punch without too much bitterness. We packed this cold IPA with Sabro hops and a touch of lotus to showcase the hop aroma and flavor quality without too much bitterness. These hops lend distinct tangerine, coconut, tropical fruit, and stone fruit aromas. Build the flavor base with hints of cedar, mint, cream, and bubblegum. What you're left with is a palatable flavor fusion hybrid that's truly the perfect team effort. 5.9% ABV. So right away, I noticed this is a very clear, like a lager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, just like a lager. Very much so, indeed. Um, and yeah, that that tangerine and tropical fruit for sure on the nose. I get a little bit of cat piss too. Just a skosh. Well, not, not I quite. get on a good weekend. <laughs> I get like I wrote down. It's like hams with some citrus to it. It's just a good. The aroma is a good crisp lager with some uh, citrus notes. Maybe a little hay. Got a little too close to the nose on sniffing. Sorry. Oh, we all do it. Oh. I usually just pour nose. it into my nose. I know. Just Le- a beer, a beer lavage. I do a handstand. Somebody <laughs> grab a funnel. Lavage. Mm. Just force it up the nose. Well, the nose is very lagery, but it's got like a super citrus. Mm-hmm. Like kind of what I said. Yeah, like like right up at the back of the nose. So you were spot on with that, Ernie. And when I said hams, people are like hams. I was like. I like hams. Love yeah. hams. No, but it's got I that like kind hams. of Dude, Duffy's has hams beer. on tap now. Yes, they do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it does specs, does too. Mm, but the finish is this is like super fruity, super crisp. The fermentation really bites and bubbles on the tongue. I like that about it. Lots of lager flavor. Crisp, bright, lagery. There's so the nose had all that fruit, right? The flavor has like mm-hmm. very subdued fruit. And they're saying um, cedar, mint, cream, and bubblegum. That's interesting. So I get a little, a little tingle on my tongue, maybe, and that might be attributed to this this mint the thing. The mint. That, maybe a little bubblegum. There's, yeah, it's... It's a, a, a little sweetness to it, but... Oh, this there's, a, there's a lot going on that I just can't put my finger on. Put your when, tongue on it, then. So you think that, that cedar mint thing is maybe that sulfur dioxide? Mm, <laughs> maybe a little bit? Is that a contributing Fucking factor? Crushing no. over here, kids. <laughs> no, I'm not getting. I'm not getting any. Like it's a. It's a very crisp. Wow, beer. Good carbonation. Yeah. I get a little mm. bit of coconut on the flavor. I know they. Is talked that what about, it is? I, they talked about it on the aroma, but I get a little coconut on the flavor too. So now, how would this be different than an India Pale Lager? Flavor, I think flavor-wise. Like this one, like the, the previous one I could definitely tell was lagered. I can tell mm-hmm. this is lagered, but I can't tell the difference between a will, cold IPA and an India Pale lager yet. Well, I think, tr- except for the last one, because it was a cold uh, American Pale Ale, I think all these cold IPAs are going to be crystal clear, whereas uh, India Pale lagers are dry hopped, and then they're they don't just not like... They're they're cloudy. Everyone I've had so, has so been cloudy. So is it just a just a a dry hopped lager? Mm-hmm. Is that what an India Pale Lager is? Yes. From what I've researched so far, uh, based on this, yes. IPLs depend on the lager yeast, moderate hops, and a crisp finish with straw gold to gold colors. Um, but cold art IPs aren't afraid to unleash the hops and crank up the ABV with crystal clear clarity. So they're saying that the, there's definitely a thing that cold IPAs are clear. And it's usually with a New England IPA kind of malt bill for the mashing. Regardless, yep. this is a fucking banger as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I like I, this one better. I was just talking um, off air here to, to, to uh, Mr. Dong Keno over here uh, that I've been really paid, been paying close attention to Fargo Brewing the last since, well, actually since the beginning of this year. And they've stepped up their game and or game on like what they're starting to brew. They're starting to experiment a little bit, which I really appreciate. And they're not doing terrible at it. Well, I like their lager beer. They're just regular lager beer. The original? Yep. You can get a 12 pack of that for like, you know, 13 bucks, 14 bucks a place. Pretty good. Yes, sir. And of course, 
their oh shit, is it their Scottish? Yeah, stones Stone throw. throw. Stones throw. Thank you. Sorry. That Always been good. Yep, that's a standard to have. So yeah, um, five point five. Yeah, is that what you're giving it, or is that the uh, ABV? That's what I'm going to rate this one. Okay. I uh, I really mm. enjoy this. 5.5 is what he's giving it as a score. 5.9 is the ABV. Okay, thank you. I'm I'm going to bring it down. Um, not a big fan of this of the lagering flavor on this one. I'm going with a um, 4.5. Still delicious, but just not not quite as good as that APA that we just had. Yeah, I'll give this one a 4.75. Uh, five for me. Just a plain old five. Just, just five. Okay. So the average for Fargo Brews, uh, co with a typical <gasps> eighteen cold IPA is four point nine three, down just a little bit from the Young Blood. All right. So here it is. It all comes down to the process. An India Pale Lager takes an IPA and simply swaps the ale yeast for lager yeast and is cold fermented. While the dry hopped lager, Pilsner, uses a traditional lager recipe, but uses modern dry hopping methods and modern hops. So both of them are lager recipe, lager yeast, or lager yeast at least. Lager yeast at least. <laughs> so the cold IPA strives to create a balance of being clean and crisp while still letting the host hops shine. In other words, the difference is the brewing techniques and in- ingredients were all designed to achieve something that the IPA, IPL and dry hopped lager hasn't done. The question is, will beer drinkers appreciate this style? So is it going to be like the brewed IPAs of back in the day? Hold yeah, on. that's, ah. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm kind of wondering with this is, is this a new, is this actually a new style that they're developing and doing, or is this a standard style that they want to give a new name, specific name for, for uh, sellability. Well, I mean, I mean, I think it's a mixture of both. Well, it's the difference difference between black IPA and, which was stupid, and a a Cascadian dark ale. I mean, I don't know if we remember those beers from back in the day. Didn't Cascadian have to use strictly like a certain... Have, have had additional chocolate malts and then like Cascadian hops or they, you had hops. to have Cascadian hops as opposed yeah. to just um, um, a black IPA and a black IPA is just the dumbest name ever because it's a pale ale and it's black how does that make sense yeah you're just adding chocolate malts to the malt yeah. bill right pretty much uh, Car- Carafa or whatever dark oh. dark malt they want to use on that but yeah it's is this a publicity thing or is this an actual new style that they're going to try and bring up because in this in the same vein you know when they had new england style versus west coast style ipa mm-hmm. that was another thing is it's an it's an ipa well no it's a west coast ipa and it's an east coast ipa and it's a new england style ipa and now it's a hazy ipa and they all have their own distinct ones mm-hmm. and and styles and what they do but is this actually something new or is this just a revamp of the wheel well, I think it's like when they're, when they're doing like loggers and pilsners versus like Kolsch's and, and pale ales, right? They're doing just, they're just swapping around stuff yeah. to see what happens. Yeah. They're, they're just crossbreeding the techniques that make those particular things that style of beer. And they're just crossing it up. And I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of digging it so far. I yeah. like them. Well, it's like, a, it's like the cream ale, the hybrid cream ale is, mm-hmm. is a lager recipe brewed with, um, ale. Ale techniques. Oh, okay. Um, and you know, and that's what a cream ale, that's what a hybrid beer is. Um, they're doing the same thing, but just kind of swapping out different techniques. But are these techniques really that different to necessitate new styles? Well, I think if it's new, I'll have to wait a little bit to figure it. You know, I think the industry needs to wait a little bit to see if maybe these temperatures are really good for bringing out certain yeah. characteristics of certain hops, like you know, lo- lotus hops at at 72 degrees is, has got this flavor or this, te- you know, even if we add it in later or, you know, sooner, but maybe at 65, you know, 62, it brings something else out. Yeah. Those same hops and those same hop oils. What are they called again? Um, terps, terpenes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, yeah, that's the flavors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it can bring out different flavors on the, on the temperature of the Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's all, it's, it's all beer. I mean, it, I mean, really, it is all beer. But at one point, I remember um, 
I was listening to another podcast and they, and the guys were talking about, are there really any new styles coming out? Cause this, and this is when, when new England styles were starting to really take in the hazies and, and they hated them. These podcasters hated those because they weren't IPAs. They're clear, crisp IPAs. They were a new style where this is, I, you're really gonna have to try and see where the market goes on this to see mm. if this is actually a new style. And I'm calling it now that this is just going to come out, and and I really think this is going to be like a uh, brute IPA situation where they're just going to go, yeah, and no one's going to remember what it is. I, I don't enjoy know. them though. I didn't like brutes that much at all. Well, no, you though. don't. I mean, so I mean, I think I think what you're saying makes sense, but these are good. Brutes yeah. weren't. Yeah, I did. I didn't. I had one. So I mean, brute it, IPA that I didn't hate. Is it a new style? Sure, but that's what new styles are, is is taking one part of one style and another part of another style and another part of another style and putting that all together to make something new and different. And I think this is new and different, and I think it's done well, and I think it tastes good, so I think it'll last. Nope. Uh, time, I'm time, to agree. Time will tell. I like, mean, uh, yeah, and that's just a question. I've, give I've, me I've, steroid baseball. I'll watch that all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Well, once- so I did a quick little uh, search on the 2021 BJCP, and I could not find anything on cold IPAs. No, it probably no, it probably isn't going to be yet. So, anyways, if the, if I was just All right. looking. And for by the, style. the way, Ernie, I think these two should have their own show about beer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was listening and it was, I was riveted. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't tell if he's being an ass right now no, or that's if he's fine. just being cool. Oh, no, no he's we're being actually an having, ass. We're actually no, having a good conversation. No. no! But he was sincere, but it was, it was sincere, sincere ass. ass. It was a sincerely an asshole. No, I, okay. no I, I, I liked your conversation, and no. it made me think. Yeah. So, But to put a stamp on it, um, I am I am optimistic about this style. I was not optimistic about the brood IPAs. Well, and, I am and, optimistic about the style, because it was, does bring out some yeah, good Yeah, and I was, I was very optimistic about uh, hazy IPAs, too, mm-hmm. and those... People loved them, and and the podcast that I that I used to listen to because I'd listen to this one now. Um, I don't listen to any other beer podcasts, um, but it, it was that that whole new and change. Is it going to be one that lasts? And they honestly thought that I, that hazy IPAs were just going to go away. Yeah, well, that, and, and, they, and then, well, and wasn't then, the hazy craze at first just how much IBUs you can burn down somebody's throat? Well, and it was people how, like it was how thick you could make the beer, and then like people were like, I don't like. To drink battery acid with flavored with hops. Oh come know? on, let's revisit. So that. I think so. Yeah. I think the, the hazy. <laughs> I think the hazy turned into like the hazy being juicy. Now, now when you say juicy, that says hazy to me now. Whereas hazy, like two years ago, three years ago, was like, oh, this is gonna burn your throat. Yeah, because they're trying to fucking see how much IBUs they can shove on your throat, and you're gonna still gonna buy the beer. Right. Yeah. You're gonna shove all the IBUs down my throat. Until hop oil starts being skimmed, like settling on the top of the boil, then it's like, okay, well, that's a little bit too much hops. Yeah. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> All right. How about the, this next one? Did we, we gave our final answer on the Fargo Brewing, right? We yes, did. We did. Yeah. All right. So we moved on to. Yep. So this m- is. The last one of the day. Modest. Yeah. This is Modest or Brewing. Modest. Correct. I think, I think Modest. I, I always say Modest. I always say too. I got a buddy down in the cities that also calls it Modest. So I'm assuming that's how they go. Well, I right, mean, it I looks like modest. It, it, it's spelt modest, like modest, so yeah. I would say modest. But this is their chilled... And they're not arrogant. <laughs> no, they're not. They, so? This is their chill, 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 chill. That's uh, chill five times. Our new cold IPA brewed with Pilsner malt, flaked corn, hopped and dry hopped with Strata, Simcoe, and Cryo Sultana. Fermented and lagered with our house lager yeast strain at a 6% ABV. All right. So, you know, I look at that. There again, going back to our conversation, was they have Pilsner malt, lager, corn. Corn, like a cream ale. Lagering. um, And then they use lager strain of yeast. This is a lager that they dry hopped. So what's the change in it to make it an ale? Cold IPA. Yeah, to make it a cold to make it an ale versus a lager, they're using everything lagering. So this this it's got to be the temperature. There, it, maybe it maybe, maybe this a, is maybe lager yeast at a little bit higher than forty degrees. That could be. Maybe yeah. this is at that sixty five that, that uh, the other one was at, or sixty two. That could be. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it's a, it's a lager yeast, but a little bit higher temperature. And the hot process maybe is an IPA process. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't know I'm just either. throwing yeah. shit out there. I don't know a dick about this stuff yeah. yet. No, I just, it's, this is a, this is all brand new. I had no idea we were doing this Maybe it, Maybe it's dry hopped in the beginning of the fermentation, so then it takes that extra long time and just, so all the filtrations can dry yeah, up. but if you, and, and, and I thought of that too, and if, and dry hopping should be done towards the end so that you may, so you maintain it because usually your, your, like, your hop oils or your hops are going to degrade, degrade, excuse me. Oh, I was going to uh, say Yeah, degrade. I was going to say, you're, you didn't get that word right. No, I did not. Uh, they'll degrade down <laughs> and gonna, you'll lose gonna, your hop aroma. <laughs> usually it takes like five days, right, so, to ferment. And you usually want to dry hop on like days three and maybe five or days three and four. Yeah, it's it's within the last bit when you're when you're finalizing your your process, the fermentation your fermentation process, process yeah. the finalizing of it. Um, and if they're dry hopping at the beginning, that's you're you're losing all of your aroma okay. with the CO two escaping. So if, when did you, have you ever did a lager? No, we we tried we attempted a lager and it just was horrible. Mm. It was one of three beers that I had to dump. Gotcha. But yeah, no, it was it. Um, we we tried it. It just it, so it never worked. Did the recipe call for three, four, five weeks of letting sit? How long did the? Yeah, so it was a it was a uh, fermented <clears throat> at slightly lower the ale temperatures at the low end of the ale temperatures, and then bring it all the way down after primary fermentation, and let it lager. And we, we pretty much did it in a brink tank. And so we, we sent it over to the, um, cold house and then let it sit for, I think Mike said six, I think we did six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. And tried it. We just, we, I mean, we never, we, yeah, we could never get rid of the, the bad, that, the, the, sulfur dioxide, buttery, the sulfur dioxide, the butteriness, the, we just could not get rid of it. People say to so. add like copper piping to it or something like that. We, that. we used to, we used to filter. We used to put um, copper scrub pads in the transfer tube, and so all the beer would go through the copper, and that even didn't do it. And we did wow. that with a lot of beer, that it would just run through the copper filter. Didn't you just throw pennies in? No, we never Ugh. threw pennies just in. Just put pennies in the tank? No, we never did that. The whole time? No. That's how it done, a roll of pennies. And all them germs and whatever the fuck people touch for. Oh, well, you fucking wash them first, you rookie. <laughs> Jesus There's Christ. only seven like things that survive time. in beer, and none of them are pathogenic, so you have nothing to worry about. All yeah, in there. Beer sanitizes that. Yeah. Duh. All right, all right so this chill. <laughs> Jesus, baby's first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this. Chris is back. <laughs> so this chill to the fifth uh, the show. power here. It's got a slight haze like a pilsner. But it is yeah. still clean. It's still clear. And I get light, very, very, very light in color. Yeah, very colshy. I get on that yeah. look and smell. It, it. I get a little of that maybe wet hay or maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more of that cat pee on this one that you were talking oh. about. I get but lots it's... of grapefruit, like ruby red grapefruit. See, I get less of everything on that Pine. than I was here. See, now that is a good lager. Mm-hmm. That is a very good lager beer. See, I get a little bit oh. of that pine and very light fruit. Oh, the, hmm. Huh, yeah. That, it, I'd almost. Interesting. Now, this. this is very malty. It is. So it's, but it's also IPA-ish. See, this is. It's hoppy. This is much, much, much hoppier tasting, much more bitter than the other things that we've had so far. Yeah. That, and I, can, I would say this is borderline IPL. See, and I pick up, I always pick up the cat pee and Simcoe. That mm-hmm. that aroma yeah. in yeah. there, and taking that with the Pilsner, it's it, this is to me this is not a new style. This is the same. I, I, and I don't want to say the, the same. This is the lager that you put this, a bunch this, of dry hopping. Yeah, in. this is a, this is a dry hopped lager. Is what I'm is what I pick up from this. Okay, so that's what you think this is. Yeah, to me personally, when you think of cold IPA and what we've talked about it, I get that like. Uh, Knox said it, it's malty. Mm-hmm. It's got a good mouth feel, but I get a lot of that hop, hoppiness, the kind of uh, dryness at the end, like an IPA. So to me, this is like, yeah, this, okay. This would be more this of an is, IPA. It's a malty IPA. This is an India pale lager, you think? I no I think so. I, I think but it is. But it's pretty good. I like and, this. And when, you go, and when you go all the way back, and this is, beers are 
broken down into two groups, ales and lagers. And after that, then you start to separate out into darks, lights, pales, IPAs, things like that. And lagers are the Pilsners and the, and the Kolsch's and, and the other ones. You're, you're doing everything as a lager in this. If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck. Quack, it's quack, motherfucker. It, it, it no, doesn't, chirp, it, chirp, chirp, it doesn't cheep, cheep <laughs> like a duck. Okay. So bringing that full circle. doesn't chirp like a duck. Uh, it's, it's, uh, this is a lager. This is definitely a lager. This is not a new style to me. This, this right. one beer is not a new style. So, okay. So let's get out of that realm and get into actual smell and taste. Uh, the taste on this, I like. It's very crisp. Uh, I do like the hot profile on this one with the, you know, the grapefruit, the uh, pine board, not just a pine pine tree or pine sap or resin, but I got pine board specifically. It's almost an earthy. Yep. I also get a, like a really tinge of that papaya on the very end, that kind of darker tropical fruit, but it does dry out like a Pilsner does or a Kolsch. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nice. No, I, uh, whatever I said my piece, I wish this didn't bitter out as much. I, I want to keep it crisp, more like, I don't know, just crisper. This is my least favorite of the three we've had. It's really good, though. Yeah. But I can't see myself sitting and crushing a bunch of them. Oh, Makes I sense. could. Oh, I, I think it's delicious. I just think it's misnamed. That's that's my two cents. All right. Well, what are you going to rate this one? From a scale of zero to six there, Chris. Four or five. All right, Don? Four. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll... Is this your least favorite one, Don? It is, so far. It's delicious, but there again, it's it's that, right. it's not what it is. Right. Yeah, I'll go four, too. Four as well. You can't go four as well. Two. Four okay. as well. You better clean up your fucking speech patterns. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Your words are wrong. Mm-hmm. Often. I will give it a five. Okay. So the average. This is really as bitter as this one is. Yeah. I'm surprised Ernie rated it that high. Yeah, I like it. Well, you surprise me every day, son. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) So the average for chill, 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 cold IPA by. I think you pronounced that wrong. It's chill to the fifth. Chill, 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 chill. Thank you. (laughs) By however you want it. Modest or modest? I would probably say modest. Is 4.37, which is good enough for last place. See, if they can't come up with a, a like a single pronunciation of their name, how are they can come up with a, Dude, like one they, brand of beer? I, okay, <laughs> hold on. You said if and they can bourbon, right? If they can't come up with a way to pronounce it, I'm sure they did. It's yo, it's you. Yo? You're the one. It's yo. y'all. It's y'all. So I was going to say you and y'all at the same time. It's yules. I'm sure we just got to go watch some videos of the owner talking but about it. But it's brewery. your fault that you don't know what their name is, not theirs. That is true. That they is wrote true the name. Statement. They wrote the name modest on it. I I, I agree dumb. with you completely. I just pronounce it correctly. All right. So correct? what was the what was today's winner there, Bigger? Obey, there goes gravity by Youngblood Brewing Company. Wow. At five point one two. That was our first beer by them too. It was. Yeah. Nice job, Young Blood Beer Company, and thank you for being distributed in Minnesota. Where are they out of again? Wisconsin. 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 Yep. Madison. Madison, Wisconsin. All right. <laughs> Up north. So, rumor has it, we have a few Pronunciations more... right on their fucking website, it you It says, hacks. believe it or not, we write emails, want to see? Modest. Go ahead. Mo- oh. <laughs> Fuck face. Oh, like <laughs> Look at this motherfucker. Oh, oops. It says modest. Modest. They're okay. I... I've been wrong all these years. Some bitch. About only this one thing, though. So anyways, rumor has it that we have a few more cold IPAs to chat about, maybe. Yes. But. You have to go to Patreon to to experience that. So we're going to. We're assholes, aren't we? Wait, wait. What was the winner for today's episode? We just said it. Young Blood. Young Blood. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Yeah, so we're going over to Patreon right now. Uh, We're going to do three more. We're going to do. Who's uh, driving? (laughs) Don Don is, he's a special guest I'm on it Alright, so we're going to do Blackstack Brewing Strata and Chill We're going to do Revelation Ale Works Collab with Disgruntled Brewing Their Glacial Drift Cold IPA And we're going to do Surly Brewing's Lacuna Cold IPA Spending the Void Lacuna In our Patreon episode Going to be titled 
Last call, May 1st, 2022. So uh, head over to patreon.com. Look us up. Brews, booze, and reviews. Or just go to patreon.com slash bruise, booze, and reviews. three bucks. That's like a, a buck of beer. There's not a better fucking deal in town. That's right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then you get our delicious fucking tasting notes and our... Just leave it at our... You get our delicious. Our delicious. Yeah. There and we go. all these beers were gotten from Bridgeview Liquors over in Moorhead, Minnesota. Yes, all these cold IPAs were currently you, being sold. You got gotten them? Gotten. Dude, I done gotten some burrs. <laughs> <laughs> and you two can go to Bridgeview <laughs> Liquors and get them if you like them. Well, yep, get just, them and then you find out if you like them. Just and, like our ad read. Also and, say right. our name and save 10%. 10%. Off all purchases. All purchases. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, Anyways. there's a double ad read for today's episode. What are you, a fucking Cayuga duck? Cayuga. All right, we want to we want to promote Coyote Duck, Cayuga ducks, <laughs> and uh, we we, we uh, you know hearts are out to their owners. Go get them ducks. Um, you know we want to promote home brewing, and uh, your next beer there, big guy, That's John. Right. And uh, you're gonna be right across the street, right, Ernie? Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm. See you guys later. It might not be at your house, but you will be across our street. Uh, right. Yeah. From somebody lurking in the dirt. <laughs> All right. We want to thank our sponsors, obviously, for supporting the show. We want to thank you, our listeners, without whom this podcast could not happen. And to you, we say, may, may your glasses, glasses be full and your, and your spirits, spirits high. high. Cheers. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh, these glasses oh, you are good as suck at this one. Jesus. <laughs> Cheers, ding. This has been a Predica Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Follow us on all social medias at Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale and additional content available on Patreon. New content coming always because it's fun to come always. <laughs> <laughs>